0: welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back to the stanley and english show featuring coach kurtz coach daily and we are in the juke currently uh coach kirch is on assignment he's over at the chick-fil-a uh helping out with oak hill making sure them boys are good and ready to go um but we in here uh tis the season to be jolly my brother there uh, how was the week oh man merry christmas to everybody
1: happy happy holidays hope everyone um, everyone's been um blessed with the with this season and enjoying time with your family during the holidays because that's what it's all about um my week's been fine we had two games and um chick-fil-a challenge ourselves played against a very good very good york prep team and a, a very good um hammond team both of those teams were very good well coached we were um able to um have two very good battles with both of those squads um really good players um you had dj burns and deuce dean on 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 a very talented york prep team and then um just to name a few then you had um jordan birch and guys on a um on on a very very talented and well coached um hammond team as well so um we were very um fortunate to be able to um battle teams at that caliber at this point in the season and um get some looks and getting ready for the region stretch but um other than that, all is well, man. All is well.
0: Yeah, same here, man. J- got in late last night from the Greenfield School Christmas Tournament up in Wilson, North Carolina. Uh, first game played against a very good John Paul II the team. Uh, they uh, We lost to them by about five. Um, second game we, had a, uh, we played – oh, gosh, what's the name of that school? Uh – Hold on, I'm going to look it up. But let me tell you something. I played a kid. Uh, his name is, and I'm currently looking it up, because immediately after the game, I, I, I had to make some phone calls for this kid. to some college coaches I knew. Because this kid could flat out shoot the ball. We had him down 25. And I don't care who you are, what team you are. If a guy is shooting threes from the volleyball line, like regular form, regular everything, there's no defense for that. That. You tell your kids, listen, if he wants to shoot it from there, just put a hand up. And he was stroking them all net from almost out of bounds on the baseline, on the wing, Mm. out by the sideline, coming off of screens, one-dribble pull-ups. And then here's the thing. He had a counterpart that dropped four of them himself. As a team, they hit 17. They shot 17 for 22 from three. That made absolutely no sense to me. 17 for 22? 17 for 22. That's that, pretty ridiculous. That that's nuts. So uh oddly enough, we ended up we win we won the game by three. Um um and I immediately called for that kid. He's about a six two guard. Uh and man can he stroke it and he's athletic. Um and then uh, yesterday we played the Grace uh Christian School, had a pretty big win against them. Um they were pretty good. They had about two or three shooters and you know, I think what goes understated um, when you go out of state to play in tournaments. Um, I think it gives your kids a different perspective, and as a coach, it gives. If you haven't done it, I suggest doing it because your kids get to learn different styles of play. Because we were in a tournament where kids could really shoot it. Like you could tell that those kids really work on their craft of right. shooting the ball. It's yeah. not about just about putting the ball on the floor. These teams were extremely disciplined. They run their offense. There wasn't a lot of dribble drive. Ball barely touching the floor, unless huge gaps were created. And you, and then you get a chance to experience different styles of refereeing. Um, learning how things are called there, like they were calling things that were charges there that wouldn't we wouldn't get called
1: <laughs> charges
0: yeah. here. Um, which what I thought were blocking files on my guys, they were calling as charges. So my kids got ex- got to experience a, a a different type of a different brand of basketball, which is always good for them, especially those guys that are going to college. Um, just learning, you know, what it is to play different styles and not just one style all the time. That's I think Carolina, um, South Carolina has a. A wide variety of teams that do a wide, a different amount of things. But it was just strange to be in a place where everybody did the same thing, you know, on a night out. I think you might come across maybe one team or two teams that I've played so far that could shoot the ball, like I saw this weekend. Every team shot it. Every single team shot it. And for us to keep up, we had to shoot it. So, I mean, because if you're trading threes for twos, eh? ain't. <laughs> <laughs> that math ain't working now. Yeah, everything really uh, so we came out of it two and one. Um looking forward now to the Pepsi Classic uh starting on Tuesday. That should be another good tournament. And Josh, you're in the uh phenom Hooper Porch uh Christmas Classic, correct? Yeah, yeah. We're in the Christmas classic next week starting out um
1: um, ask what is it the Phenoms Palmetto Winter Classic oh my fault I'm sorry I'm sorry Jamie my yeah, bad the Phenoms Palmetto Winter Classic to be played at Ben Limpin High School um Great December facility. the 28th December the 28th through the 30th um so yeah we'll be playing in that we start out actually our first night with um a very good Blythewood High School team I want to thank um Jamie for that for giving us a juggernaut <laughs> on the first night um you know they—they're very talented. Um, you know they have Trey, they have Robert, they have—they have a um, whole sleigh of players that are um, really good, and a good bit of them are probably going to be playing at the next level. Also, so we start—we actually go um the 28th, eight o'clock that night. You know, so um if I'm not mistaken, we have the nightcap on that game, and then there's some very good teams. Ben Limpin, um I think United Faith. I've seen a very good.
0: It's a good
1: feel. Yeah, very, very good feel. Very competitive. I'm expecting to have a lot of energy. I don't think any other tournaments are really going on in the city at so, that time. Yeah. So, so, so it the should focus be, will be yeah, there. It should be. It should be very, very fun. Very competitive. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Um. Today's show, uh, we want to kind of get into a topic, which which discusses what's going on right now, which is on um, weathering the season. Um, a lot of people. Young folks, especially um, athletes, you know young athletes get into the season and they go through ups and downs. They have good moments, they, they have they have lower moments that, that one might not consider good and you know and, and, and sometimes they are overwhelmed by the moment because they aren't doing a good job of weathering the season. Um, I learned it best from Tim Duncan, you know. He, he always um, focused on staying even kill, not too high, not too low. Not too low. Keep it right about in the middle and um, focus on getting better on a daily basis. But that's what we want to kind of um, get into this show. Hopefully um, we can give you some advice that, that will benefit you and that will help you um, um, young athletes, young student athletes, be able to um, do a better job. Of weathering the season because there are there are going to be ups and downs in the season. That's why it's called a season. And if you look at the actual physical seasons of the earth, you know there are rainy days, there are sunny days, there are cold days, there are hot days, and then there's some days that just feel fantastic outside. So you know you have to be able to weather the season and manage yourself as the season um progresses. But we're gonna go ahead and get cranked up on now. I'm let Coachy e, um spill his thoughts on. What we needed,
0: what young players could do to help weather the season. Well, I think the first thing that uh, young players need to understand is that you know, right now, where you are in the season, you're in the non-region play or non-conference play. It's about getting better at this point. You can't really get caught up in wins and losses. It's about getting better. And a lot of times, kids and fans get caught up in records and this, that, and the third. But I've seen teams not win a game in region and then go on and win their region and go on to win a state championship. So. Um, you, you have to understand the landscape and where you are. It's legitimately about you getting better every day, individually as a player, and then collectively as a team. Just like as a coaching staff, we're we're trying to weather storms. We're in here, and uh, it's, it's for some of us, it gets to raining, and for some of us, it's shining. The sun shines all the way until you get to region, and then it rains, and you don't know how to deal with it. So you kind of really want, as As a player, you kind of want that adversity early. Uh, I know I would. I love for my kids to go through that adversity early. That's why I try to create a tough non-region schedule because I think it puts you in a situation. It puts the kids in a situation where they need to adjust, or they 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 go ahead and they go through that fire and they understand. Okay, listen, I can't fold because they've been there, and and when things get tight. <laughs> they said, you know, uh, Coach Macy used to say the butthole get tight when times get tight. Um, you want your kids to stay loose and, and 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 continue to have energy. And as long as young players understand that, you know, right now in the season, it, it's not over. It's not a, part, a point where you need to put so much pressure on yourself to win. Just get better game to game. Rely on your teammates and, and have confidence in yourself because I know players who they miss one, two shots. It's the end of the world. They won't play... At this point, they're not playing defense. They stay to themselves. They feel like they suck. And this, that, and the third. So, um, in that sense, you just have to keep on going. Um, uh, like, we were just talking about uh, uh, the kid. I think his last name is Atkinson from... Uh, from uh, I still can't remember the school, but um, he... We watched him warm up. He missed every single shot. And you could, he, whereas kids, you would normally see them go, ah, oh, man. And they start to get over frustrated.
1: Right. right. It
0: just looked like, oh, I'll keep going. And I'm going to tell you the odd thing about that kid. It's not to get back to him, but just about dealing with it. First thing he did when he came out the locker room, everybody else is shooting. Balls are flying everywhere. He goes right, right on the block and starts form shooting. You see him go through a form shooting progression. Hit all those shots, and then when he got to the three-point ball, missed every one. So my kids on the side are like, Coach, he's just shooting. I said, yeah. He came out, missed his the game after I was – he missed his first two shots, first two threes. Then he hit six in a row. In a four-minute span, the boy hit six threes in a row. But that was him having confidence in himself, staying even keel, like you said, not getting too low – so that now he got to dig himself out of a hole, understanding that he consistently had confidence in himself. So I think that the first thing that the players need to do is understand that it's not over just because you missed one or two. Stay even and keep your confidence in yourself.
1: Yeah, I think you have to um, stay even killed. I think the biggest thing young folks, young student athletes could do to help themselves do a better job of weathering the season is, is, is focus on – that preparation piece. A lot of times we have slumps and we have struggles in the season, is because we don't prepare at a high level on a daily basis. Y'all, <clears throat> excuse me for my voice, man.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm battling talking. with that thing.
1: Um, so, for instance, you can't say you want to have great numbers every game and have um, these amazing games if you don't take the preparation process serious if you are not the first to practice and the last to leave you can't consistent you can't think that you're going to play at a high and efficient level consistently you have so i think one of the first steps you need to do is um take preparation extremely serious um because you can't you can't play well if you don't prepare well and and that's just that's just how it is you might have some good nights if, if, if by with, with with pissy preparation, you might have some decent nights, but you're not going to have a great season with piss poor preparation. But if you have if you have proper preparation, efficient preparation, you're going to find yourself having a very very consistent season. So the biggest thing, the first step, I think young folks could do in order to help themselves weather the storm is take preparation serious. Don't have your coach fussing about effort or focus fuss about being dialed in or fuss about focusing and practicing, focusing in practice and focusing in the classroom on and off the court. You can control all of those things. You can control your mindset going into preparation and you can control your effort. So if you want to be able to have a consistent, great season, you have to take preparation serious. The second step, I think, um, that we take for granted is um, understanding that you are in a season and there are ups and downs. Some people, um, and I'm not saying you should expect bad, but you have to understand that there are going to be some great shooting nights. And they're going to be so some not so great shooting nights. So what can I do to counter when I'm not playing well offensively? Because most people, most young folks equate playing well to offense. That's another tragic mistake in sports. If you want to know how to um, weather a season and keep yourself playing at a high level throughout the entire season, don't just focus on the me stats like like thinking okay i had 16 points and now i had 22 points so i played well no focus on all of the things you can do to help your team be successful okay you went two for eight tonight for shooting you didn't have a great shooting night how many charges did you take how many rebounds did you get how many deflections did you um did you um get yeah you know how many turnovers did you help force how many times did you communicate with your teammate on that screen all of those things equate to playing well. Don't just limit it to a certain stat. You know, don't just limit it to like, okay, I, I had, I got buckets tonight. Yeah, you got buckets. You're not going to get buckets every night. I don't care how how good you are. It's going to be nights when you're off. Yeah, We see it happen to the best of them. It happened to the Jordans. It happened to the to the Birds. It happens to the LeBrons and the KDs today. You're not going to be on every night. Now, those guys are way more consistent because they take that preparation piece so serious. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to make sure you're staying at a consistent high level, focus on all of the things you can do to help your team be successful, not just the things you think the people and the fans are looking for, which in basketball, it usually comes down to the the, the baskets. But your coach, believe it or not, that guy that that coach knows is going to get that rebound and go after that rebound, every defense and offensive possession is going to be on the floor. That guy that knows where to be in every defensive scheme and knows where everyone should be when you're running your sets is going to be on the floor. That charge taker. That guy is sprinting to help his teammates off the floor. That guy is communicating. You're going to be on the floor, so in order to keep yourself even killed, don't just focus on one thing of the game or that, that that depicts whether you play well or not. Focus on the entire process, and I think you'll be able to. Um, Weather or season and you will find yourself not getting too down because you did do some other things well
0: yeah i think that when the kids get caught up see but that's the easiest thing for the kids to get caught up being down on it, and that's how many points they scored well you know hey coach how many points did i score newspapers usually only put up the kids who how many points do they score i know that's the question they ask me when i call in the scores um uh and I'll give them extra stats to put in, um, but I glorify. I know for me, I make sure that we we acknowledge the kids that are doing the other that acknowledge what other the other things. Um, we know Trey can score thirty. I understand that, but Trey leads our team on, in charges taken and attempted charges taken because we chart that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like um, he's second in rebounding. Karan is first in rebounding. Um, first in deflections is Deshaun Davis. He puts his hand on every pass in the passing lane, if it's in his area to do. Right. You know, um, Cesar Edwards is the best at the top of our one-two-two. Why? Because he rotates correctly into where he's supposed to be. So you know, and and he doesn't score a lot. And He gets down on himself when he's off. It, 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 but he's 14 years old starting varsity I can't expect much more out of a 14 year old I said but you know those things like you said we get so caught up and parents get caught up in and and, and outside people get caught up in hey you know this kid's got to put up numbers they've got and the number that's focused on is points so guess what that trickles down to the kids now I got to score a bunch of points. Right. So I mean, you know, it but what it should be it well what, what what coaches would like for it to be is if you're off, find another way. If you're a shooter and you're off, find another way to impact the game. Right. Right. Find a way to impact the game. Um get out there and dive on the blow. Be the hustle player. Get yourself going. The shots not falling, go to the basket and create for somebody else. Cause if you're a shooter, the other team knows it. So you can have the ability to create for somebody else on the team because there are maybe your slump is due to the fact they're playing really good defense and you're taking contested shots because these shots are normally open now you have to do something else impact the game with your brain and not necessarily with your physical ability because that's another aspect that goes underrated i love a, a, a kid with a high iq who just the wild man for the first game this season, uh, Deshaun Davis. You hate that I call him Wild man, but yeah, <laughs> for the first time this season, yesterday dropped twenty two. He's never dropped more than ten. But you know, DQ was out. He was at a funeral. Rest in peace to his grandma. So you know, of course, sorry for that. But DQ had to leave early. He left the day early to go home for his grandma's funeral, and so somebody he had twenty seven when Trey was out. So somebody had to pick up. For him, and it just so happened that the next man up was him, and that's because he got his hands in the lane, knew every offensive set, knew where he was supposed to be on defense, which is what makes him an asset. So uh, find a different way with your brain to to impact the game, and I guarantee you, when you're going through these little slumps and stuff like this, it it makes the game a whole lot easier for you, and you get more and you enjoy the game more yourself because you're like, you know, let me take pride in this other thing. Um, shoot, yesterday Trey was off, but he had 15 assists and he took two charges. You know, what I'm you can't. You have to find other ways to impact the game if the shots not falling. It's just, it's just a part of the game. You can't get frustrated. You can't fall apart. Um, uh, uh, you can't lose it. You can't get an attitude. You can't start giving bad fouls because that's what's gonna happen. Right. And now coach got to take you out of the game. Now you're really mad because now you're not on the floor. Right. Right. So one thing, it's a domino effect.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's very important. I think another big thing that you have to do is embrace your role. See, a lot of times we, we want so much from ourselves individually that you aren't accepting where you currently are. If you embrace your role that your coach has given you, or if you say, well, I don't know what my role is, go ask your coach. He'll tell you. Go ask your coach. He'll let you know what your role is. But a lot of times your coach is either going to tell you directly or indirectly what your role is, and you should be able to pick up on that. But when you embrace your role, Believe it or not, you enable yourself to grow. Let's say coach is like, look, I don't really want you looking for shots. I want you to go out there and be my best rebounder. Don't say, oh, man, coach don't want me to shoot. I'm going to leave. I'm going to transfer because he limited my game. Embrace it. Go out there and go after every rebound like coach asks you to. Because guess what? If you embrace that role and you're getting your team more possessions, that's actually more opportunities for you to shoot. And if you're out there hitting the offensive glass hard like your coach tells you to and you get a few putbacks or you mess around and get a long rebound and you're wide open and you knock down a quick little shot, coach is probably not going to say nothing. But guess what? Coach, okay, he doesn't shoot it that bad. He could put the ball in a hole. But if you're pouting and not embracing your role, you aren't going to have those opportunities because your mind isn't completely in it. So you have to embrace your role except where you currently are on the team, and then you'll have the opportunity to grow. But until you do so, you're not going to grow, and, you're, and your role is not going to be increased. Let's say you be like, well, I don't really get in the game. Okay, so that means you're a guy that needs to be pushing the guys that are in the rotation every day in practice. You should be getting in their bubble gum, making them uncomfortable, yeah, demanding the best from them, because if you're doing that, that's going to make the team better. And if the team gets better, ultimately your situation is getting better. And guess what? That coach is going to see you being the first in the sprints, pushing that guy um, with your on-ball defense, busting your tail busting your tail on both sides of the ball and, and not just pouting and saying, well, I'm not going to play anyway, so what's the purpose of me practicing hard? Well, if you don't practice hard and you're pouting because you don't get in, I will hope your coach kick you off the team anyway because you're not practicing hard. You don't need to be there and you need to stop wasting time but i do sincerely i do sincerely believe that if you embrace your role your role will grow your role will grow. If you are a spot-up shooter and coach say, look, I want you looking for the shot when you get in, boom, embrace that. Don't say, oh, he's not allowing me to drive. Because what's going to happen is those guys are
0: going to start closing out hard on you. You are not going to have a choice but to head See, fake the drive. See, but that's the point. That, that's the hard thing, and that is for the kid to embrace that. Because at home, he's hearing something different.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's where, as a, as a player, you're just going to simply have to trust your coach. I can't really – I, I, I try not to get caught up in the um what they're saying at the crib, y'all can. But when you come when you come to the school when you're coming to the team, you need to be focused on whatever it takes for the team. And something I do tell my parents, you need to be careful when your child is on the team and you're disagreeing with what the coach does, because ultimately that's going to wind up affecting the production of your child, because you have to be able to allow your child to be coached as a coach. I allow my son to be coached. And yeah. like when my sons do workouts and stuff, I don't say anything. The most you might hear me say is, boy, you need to go hard. You need to get after it. Or you might hear a coach, don't let them get away with that. But I'm not talking about philosophy. I'm not talking about scheme. I'm not talking about um, strategy. I leave that up to the coaches, but you have to sit back as a parent and enjoy the process and allow your child to embrace the role that they have, because if they don't embrace that role it's not going to grow. And then if you say, well, I'm going to transfer my kid, you transfer your kid with that same mindset. You're ultimately going to create the same situation. All right. And any coach that tells you that they're willing to do whatever it takes for your child, just to get them on that team or that program, you don't need to mess with them neither because Coaching is not about telling the kid everything they want to hear. It's about getting the most out of that kid on a daily basis, getting the best out of that child or that student athlete, whichever one you want to go by. But you can't do those things. But I do think I do think um, an important step of weathering the season is embracing your role. Because when you embrace your role, believe it or not, that eliminates pressure. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because this is what coaching me to do, and then coaches start trusting you. With other things. More and more and more. You know, more, you have more. to embrace it. If your mom say, be back with the car by six, be back with the car by six. And then once you develop that trust with mom and dad, okay, 6 30, 7 30, see you at 10. But if you never, if you never accept that initial expectation, you never accept and embrace that role, it's not going to grow. No. Because the the coach is going to feel that you don't trust him. So now it's even harder for you to weather the season because now you're having not just physical issues on the court, you're having mental issues. So you have to embrace
0: your role, man. What else you got, Coach? Well, I, to go along with and, – and I'm going to come from a different type of aspect. Like, I try to communicate as much as I can. I know you do the same with our kids about their roles on the team. And I think that that's, that's a thing that they don't fully understand is – I don't need you doing too much um, I need you just doing exactly what we need you to do Within the offense If if, if it comes to you, if it's open if it's Matter of fact Golden State Warriors It doesn't matter who gets hot or who does what Everybody does a particular thing That they bring to the table And I remember maybe about 10 episodes ago You, you said you made something that was So profound and we were talking about a different topic But it relates to today What we're talking about today If I got chicken And you got green beans. I need some of your green beans. You need some of my chicken. Everybody needs to eat. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that we all have different things, means, which means that we all bring a different skill set to the table. And those particular different skill sets that are brought to the table allow us to be successful as a whole, not just as an individual. You can't go the rest of your life just eating chicken. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work like that. So you have to be able to say, hey, look, you know, this is what I bring to the table. Let me give this. This is what, Coach, it was a potluck, and Coach told me to bring the chicken. I'm going to bring the chicken. And you got to bring it every day, yep. every night, bring your chicken. You know, I mean, it, it, but as a young as a young man trying to navigate in the world, you have got to be able to, what what I know what they tell us as teachers is, is monitor and adjust. You've got to be able to monitor and adjust. If, if if your chicken isn't what's needed at the particular moment, ask coach, hey, is there something else I could bring? What else do you need? What do we need? Or sometimes it's just up to you, man, we ain't got nothing to drink. Somebody got to go to the store and get something to drink. Let me go get something to drink. You know, I just honestly believe in everybody not, like you said, embracing the role. And then after you embrace it, be willing to go hard at whatever it is that you do. You know what I'm saying? Quran knows his role is to rebound the rock. The rock. Your job is the rebound. So if you don't get your 15 to 20 rebounds a night, you're not helping us. Mm-hmm. Because that's your job. You can have 25 points, but I don't need you to have two rebounds
1: mm-hmm. because
0: that's not your role. So that also... Um, it was on the tip of my tongue too. There's was my next point as far as young ones. Um, don't put yourself in a position where... <clears throat> today carries on to tomorrow. A lot of times we it's called letting the team beat you twice for some of us. But for me as an individual, don't let the shooting slump from yesterday carry into tomorrow. You know, if if you are off today shoot especially in this time of year, Joshua, you got a game every day. You know, we. I don't have time for you to to go into to go into Tuesday. Short short memory. You gotta have a short memory. I don't have time for you to go into Tuesday, thinking about what happened on on Monday. You was off on Monday. Okay, fine. I have confidence you can make this shot. Let's go. Let's make the next one. Short memory. It has to be short. That game is gone. Like you want to. You want to internalize it that night. Boom. When that alarm goes off the next day, we're on to the next thing. I have. You have got to move. On move on and and it, it's actually and y'all gonna think I'm crazy. It's actually for the negative and the positive because guess what? If you're so high off of yesterday, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to handle the low that might come today. Right. You're not gonna be able to handle it because you're like, oh man. So now you're trying to find that hot streak back that you had the day before. Yeah, you hit nine threes the day before, but shoot, you might have hit you might have gone one for eight, and now you're a detriment to your team now. Because rather than trying to, within the scheme of things, find your rhythm, you're trying to force the rhythm. And so that's alienating the other players who are like, man, coach, he just ain't passing the ball. Or, hey, coach, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Or, hey, coach this. Or, hey, coach that. It's not You're not being a teammate at that time. Now it's where you go, all right, coach, what you need me to do? I'm off, man. What what do you need me to do? Ask an assistant coach. You know what I'm saying? Do something other than what you're doing. Do not let yesterday affect today.
1: Yeah. um, So we made some good points. I talked about weathering the season. Um, One step you got to do to be able to weather the season, you have to take preparation serious. Another point, focus on all the things it takes for your team to be successful, not just the individual stats. Embrace your role, Accept where you currently are on the team. And I think something else that's very, very big when you're dealing with a season. Because there are so many ups and downs. You're going to get your butt chewed out in practice some days. You're going to get praise some days in practice. You're going to play heavy minutes. Sometimes you're not going to play heavy minutes. But I will say this. One of the biggest things you can do to help weather this season and to keep it on the up is to have unemotional effort. Don't base your effort and how hard you go off of your emotions. Because emotion, sometimes you're going to be happy. Sometimes you're going to be sad. Sometimes you might even be indifferent. But that should have nothing to do with your effort. Your effort should be based strictly off of intensity, a professional mindset, and a mature approach. And when you do those things, you are able to kind of keep your team mission, your team goals, your end game, whatever you call it at the beginning of the season, you're able to keep those things in sight because it's not about to start. It's about to finish. And and, and, and when you have those things in sight, you can, you can focus on making sure I have a professional effort every single day. Coach might have just got on me at the beginning of the practice about getting to the line before the, before the horn went off, before the start of practice. He chewed my butt out. I can't be emotional to rest of practice. I got to put my big boy pants on, my big girl pants on, get intense, focus on the rest of practice, and give unemotional effort. Yeah. And when I say unemotional effort, that doesn't mean you aren't going to enjoy the moment. But you can't you can't be celebrating a big shot so much that you forget to get into the defense, or you can't be moping a missed call so hard that you forget that you forget to get back on defense. So you want to be intense, not emotional. So you have to have folk you have to really base yourself on having unemotional effort. And when I say unemotional effort, most people are like, Oh, emotions are good. Yeah, I'm not saying emotions aren't good, but you don't want your effort based off your emotions. Because when you do that, you put yourself in a in a bind. And sometimes too much happy is not good for your emotion. Uh-uh. You know, because you're celebrating. And we definitely know too much sad and too much pouting is, is terrible for emotion. So focus on being even keel and keeping emotions keep emotions away from your effort. Let your effort be based off your intensity, your drive, your passion, your focus, your mission, your goal. That's what your effort should be based off of. Because I'm going to go hard no matter what. Whether coach is happy with me, whether coach is pissed at me. Uh-uh. I'm going to go as hard as possible. And what happens is you create your own avenue on moving and shaking throughout this thing called a season because a season is long and whether you want to or not, that season is going to run its course and go all the way to the end. How you manage and will and deal within that season is strictly up to you. You can control your effort. You can't control if every shot goes in. You can't, but you can control your effort. You can't control if the referee gives you the call every time, but you can control your effort. So if you focus on going hard night in and night out, every practice, every day in the classroom, being a great person in the community, you'll learn how to weather that season, and you'll understand, oh, man, I missed that shot. Let me sprint yeah. back on D. How in the hell the referee missed that call. Let me sprint back on D. Yeah. All of those little things, man. So focus on, focus on having unemotional effort. Don't let emotions lead your effort. It doesn't work like that. Because when it's time to be emotional, you will know. You don't want your emotions coming until after everything is over. And when that season is over and you know you gave it 100% effort, the bulk of your emotions will probably be gratitude. It will probably be thankful to be able to share that season with your brothers or your sisters and your coaches and your mentors and your family, no matter what the end result is because you
0: know you gave it your all. You gave it everything you had. Man, that well, you know, you – when you're dealing with young men uh, uh, and young women, kids, period, um, it's they're still trying to figure out how to deal with their own emotion and still trying to figure out how to deal with their own feelings about different subjects. Um, I remember I had a kid play badly because his girlfriend broke up with him. You know, they, they <laughs> it's hard for them to compartmentalize different things. So, right um, when when you listening to us, young people and and parents that are that are actually listening to the podcast right now, and some coaches who might be coming across this situation who don't necessarily know how to deal with it. Listen, you know, run it back. Listen to a couple of these points and see if you can't bring up these same points, adults, with these, with these kids to help them come along. And to the young great ones listening to us, you know, always remember that, you know, tomorrow's a new day, you know. Apply, it's about, Learning and growth, all right? Like, you learn just like in the classroom. You know, you, you your teacher teaches every day. I said, but then when, when a test comes, some of you don't do well because you don't do well with the application from what you've learned to the test. And the same thing I tell my kids on the basketball court. Practice is y'all learning. Us trying to get better. You're practicing, practicing, practicing. The the tests are games. So, you have to apply what you learned so from one game or just like on one test you might have did bad in one aspect you go okay well look shoot i gotta focus i gotta focus on this and then apply that the next time don't put yourself in a funk don't get mad about the failing grade move on move on whether you got an a shoot move on so you can stop there's always something that you did that could have been better you might have gotten an a but maybe it was a 97 not a 99 and then even if it's a 99 it's not a 100 and even if you got 100, that's not to say that you don't you can't do 100 the next time. Always strive for better. And I think that you do that, remember that tomorrow's a new day. The high or the low, you need to attack it the same way. Yeah, by far, man. We're going to bring this thing to
1: a close. We're going to do our shout-outs. I'm just going to you know, continue to thank you guys for the retweets, for the shares on Facebook. We're gonna, we, we really appreciate all of the love and everything. What you guys are doing, we are almost at one thousand downloads. So if you can push to help us push that thing to a thousand before the start of the new year, we will really, really appreciate that. Shout out to Coach Kurtz in his absence. I know he's grinding right now. Yeah, he's actually watching um, right now. Facebook we're, Live. We're, I know he's grinding right now. <laughs> I want you to, I want you to hear this, Coach Kurtz. I am a little salty that you aren't here. Ups, but, you already um, know. You know. I mean, that's because we love and we care. But I had to take my own advice and not be emotional and give my best effort for this show. All right. But, um, you know, um, so, you know, hopefully, you know, we can have you back ASAP because we love you and we miss you. Yeah, man. You well, I,
0: I'm going to say this. I, I, I'm starting to believe. Here's what I'm starting to believe. See, Coach Kurtz isn't here today, right? Right. Okay. Remember last week we started this debate about me that got put on Twitter? Who put it on Twitter? Coach Kurtz. Coach Kurtz. I'm starting to believe he's the instigator between me and you. Oh, by far he don't. No, no, don't believe it.
1: He's an instigator. See, that's what I'm saying. I believe think it. he's the instigator. Yeah, believe he it. He, he, when he's he. not here, it's all peace. He's, right. He's a he's an instigator. It's all peace and love. I don't want you to think it's too peaceful though. But I, I can <laughs> think of, I can think of something to get on you about myself right now, but it's <laughs> all just, good. Uh, it, but we'll um, leave,
0: we'll leave it there. We'll we're, leave not it. Going, <laughs> we're not going
1: there today. We leave it at that. But um, um yeah, man, ahead. thanks for all the shout-outs, man. We we really we really appreciate. Really appreciate everything. Um, like I said, we're trying to get to 1,000 in this short amount of time. before. Yeah, the, we're before at 967 right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Help us out with those other, what, 33 downloads. We would really appreciate that. But um, in the meantime. Yeah, we're going to do some shout-outs,
0: man. We on Facebook Live right now. Uh, shouts out to Corey Blaine. He's watching. Aisha Brooker, Charity Days. Listen, Charity is one of my favorite parents. Charity will cuss you out at the drop of a hat. But uh, thanks for your support, Charity, my man, Aaron Lupin. Charity, you better not cuss me out. <laughs> you let it be known. All right? Uh, David Slaughter, uh, Edward Wilson. Uh, uh, thanks for tuning in. Malik Palmer. Of course, we already talked about the fact that Coach Kurtz is paying attention. Uh, my boy, Spike. Zach Green. Hey, man, continue doing what you're doing down there. Yeah, he's doing
1: great things, Zach. Boy, you, your day coming. you really good young coach on the up. Y'all um 80s and administrator looks out. Look out for Zach, <laughs>
0: baby. My man, Fry before I talk about something y'all need to be shopping
1: Not- uncle Craig look <laughs> uncle Craig we have done with all our shopping except one gift literally so you should
0: be proud of me because you know I'm, I'm never done early so <laughs> and I don't do shopping in this We if they, if they don't have it by now they ain't getting it and uh Rasheem Davis man thanks for tuning in man happy holidays to you too um we just want to say um thanks for tuning in uh continue to um like share comment um tune in if you want to join the conversation (laughs) super fry with the thumbs up (laughs) if you want to join the conversation remember to email us at the staley english show that is the staley a n d english show at gmail.com comments um, if you wanna, hey, if you wanna be a guest on the show, hit us up. Um, uh, advertising, we're starting to put that package together, so make sure you hit us up via email, um, or you can hit us on Twitter. Make sure to hashtag the Juke. All right? Yeah, man. God bless y'all. Have a merry Christmas and do something different
1: this Christmas. Don't cook another turkey. You just had turkey for Thanksgiving. Well, actually, I'm about to fry a turkey, man. I, Did you I, have turkey for Thanksgiving? I, you did, you did I did not, not have turkey twi- I did not have turkey twi- Do something different man Grill something Smoke how about, something how about, how about
0: smoke a turkey?
1: You gotta watch how you say Smoke something with some people Yeah But um <laughs> You know Do something Do something different man But God bless y'all man Y'all have a good time but
0: Yeah I'll Put God first Everything else will follow Peace